Pursuing your purpose, creating profits, building legacy Anything less, how could you even fathom? Just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen When you pursue your passions, yeah So eliminate distractions and get back to that action That's the law of attraction You gotta build a team to build a dream Family, faith, and focus counsel can only build a king Are you prepared to reign? Cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change Uh whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change. Stay true to the vision. Stay true to the mission. Gotta get to the finish. Take a moment to listen. And come and see it through our eyes. We'll show you what it means to live uncompromised. We're uncompromised. 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 We're uncompromised. What is up, good people? Welcome to episode 53 of the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast presented to you by the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. Do you have that entrepreneurial spirit? Are you constantly thinking about how to create value and build new businesses? Or maybe you're trying to find new innovative ways of doing business to replace some old outdated ones. Well, if that fits you, then we are here to provide you with some golden nuggets to help you with all of those questions and concerns that you may have. This is a show where we teach you what it takes to pursue purpose, create profits, and build a legacy. I am Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., and I am joined by my co-host, Devon Watts Jr. Good people. I was waiting for that. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, if you are new or if you're one of our loyal listeners please feel free to rate and review this podcast and if you're watching on our youtube channel we'd love for you to like the video and subscribe to our channel and then share it with another entrepreneur who you know will gain benefit from this information Uh, and we're going to be focusing uh, on a couple of different topics today but before we jump into that how are you doing my good friend I'm doing well, man. Uh, for our vidcast watchers, if you saw me a little bit off screen, I apologize. I'm exchanging some notes right now with a good friend of ours, uh, Pastor Xavier Martinez. Um, he's responding to a, a meme I posted about uh, Uno uh, and you know the appropriate way to play Uno, uh, and we were exchanging kind of our house rules. <clears throat> you know, stacks, no stacks. Do you continue to draw until you get to the color? Is it one draw and then a uh, pass? Uh, can you uh, stack the the draws? And so I was just giving them like, hey, if you playing with me, this is how we do it. Like, this is how I do it. Yeah, you you going um, you can stack. Yeah, you keep drawing until you get to the color. I don't care if you got to draw 20, 25 <laughs> cards. And then, yeah, absolutely, you can uh, stack up the draws and those cancel out. So Jimmy hit me with a draw four, and then mm-hmm. I hit him. With, I hit him with the draw four. Now the next guy got to draw eight. That's yep. just house rules. And then uh, Shaw was like, exactly. If you ain't playing like that, then you're not really trying to play. That's some neutered version of Uno that I don't even want to be associated with. So, so that's what I was doing, exchanging some notes with him really quick. But other than that, man, I'm feeling good, bro. I'm feeling really, really good. Um. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, just appreciating, you know, the the cut. Shout out to my boy, Bladed Lux. You know what I mean? Like, if y'all are watching the vidcast, uh, I apologize. Uh, make sure that uh, you get uh, the magnetic bracelet or whatever it is, you know, to, to keep you centered, you know, when you're out, you know, on a boat, seasick or whatever, because they deep. The water is choppy. <laughs> these waves is hitting. Shout out to Bladed Lux. You know, he, you he got your boy right. Waves. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, see, Jim. So y'all don't get to to hear it. Obviously, as my good friend, my homie, my brother, Jimmy does. We'll be having like a, <laughs> we'll be having pre production meetings, just chopping up. Like, all right, yeah, we're gonna touch on this because and just random like, like, bro. But you see these waves though, a hundred brushes, 100 every brushes. night. You got to get the hundred brushes. Is. 
man, I just, I'm, I'm committed, bro. I told you. Cause like, so not to, not to, um, you know, uh, devote or like diverge too much, but my entire life before I became an adult, my entire life, I thought the only way to really get waves was to get an escrow kit. For those who are not familiar with what an escrow kit is, I'm about to educate you a little bit on, uh, just black culture and our hair products. So it is a, <laughs> it is a, it is a product that you put in your hair. Basically it, it perms your hair. It's a lie. It perms your hair. So what it does is it processes it, right? Cause obviously our hair is, um, you know, just naturally a little bit more curly and kinky, right? So it relaxes it. And then by relaxing it, it lays flat. And then that curl that's natural when it laid, you would think that it, creates a wave pattern right so that's in my mind because that's what pops are used on me that has been the only cheat code to be able to get waves <clears throat> right and then now here i am obviously an older an older man and with the benefit of you know somebody like bladed lux uh in my life who is a grooming professional and knows his business right um i'm just learning and peeping game i'm like hey hold on wait a i don't need a s curl to be able to get waves like nah bro no not at all right Take care of your hair. Obviously, wash, condition, get it cut right. Make sure that you uh, put your grease in. Get them hundred brushes in. Hundred brushes and, and put the put the do rag on. And it has not failed me. And I'm happy I figured this out because um, if uh, any of you guys have seen my father, my father does not have the benefit of having uh, hair or hairline like I do. <clears throat> uh, and I firmly believe that is rooted in the years of S curl usage. Right. Um, and so uh, I've been able to at least, you know, get a couple more years out of this hairline. Who knows what God has uh, in store for me. But until then, I'm going to keep keep it lined up fresh and I'm going to keep these waves hitting. I'm going to keep telling you guys to make sure you grab your life jackets and your magnetic bracelet. Uh, and I apologize if you get a little seasick because, again, they choppy today. <laughs> I'm gonna have to let my hair grow out a little bit more just to show you what it's all about. Oh, we are. So I already know. I peeped you a couple of times, like even before the curls came in. You know what I mean? It's just the natural, you know that that natural curl. Just they can get deep. Yeah, they can get deep over yeah. there too. I ain't gonna sleep on you. I ain't gonna sleep on you. I ain't gonna sleep on you. But yeah, I'm feeling good, bro. I'm feeling. Shout good. out to the barbers, to Henry, to Jazz Custom Cuts. Um, yeah, those are homeboys. They be taking care of. Uh, Making sure we we uh, we're on point. Making sure we look right for for our vidcast, and that we're ready to go. Yeah, thousand percent, thousand percent, man. And shout out to Pastor Shav as well for those that uh, if you are a new listener, again we appreciate you so much. Uh, you can go back to season one and check out our first NBA series, the first uh, guest that we had in our NBA series, which is our mentored by adversity series. Uh, and Pastor Shaw was there uh, and had a great, 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 great conversation. conversation. So many nuggets, bro. Yeah. If you have not listened to that again, go back to season one. Uh, should be about episode four or so. Uh, and just, yeah, you definitely will not be disappointed to again. Shout out to Pastor Shaw. Nah, not at all, man. Not at all. Not at all. What else is going on with you? No, so obviously, because um, I'm telling you, I recently visited the barber. Um, mm -hmm. But what I love about that experience, I know we talk about this all the time, especially like, you know, with, um, you know, both Bladed Lux, um, my boy Henry, and then with Jazz, man, like, you go for the experience. So um, Henry actually, he he relocated to a new shop. Okay. Uh, Showtime Barbers, found him a new location. Um, he's essentially running the shop, which is dope, dope for him. Super proud of him. Nice. Um, um, teaching up some of these these young these young cats to like teaching them about just their profession and their skill and just being a barber and all that other good stuff, right? Um, but yeah, so this is my first time in the new shop. You know how it is. You fill it out. Like come in. All right, boom. I know him. All right, he's gonna introduce me to everybody. Yo, hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. This D, this D, da da da. All right, cool, cool, cool. You get to know the people, and then it's a rite of passage, right? That as I'm waiting for the chair. Like we engage in dialogue, like mm -hmm. the the barbershop is where we go to get the general consensus, the news, the real unfiltered, no fake news here. Right. Like this is how we get our our political polls about current events and things that are important. So, of course, we nice. always talk in sports and um, there's two obviously sporting events that occupied our conversation. The first was the Bucks game. Right, the the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns game, um, which I really thought it was going to be Phoenix and four. It's probably going to be Phoenix and five now, um, especially. I mean, you know, uh, Giannis dropping forty points in the second game and 
they still take the L. Like mm-hmm. if your your star player, two time MVP, drops forty and you still lose, it's gonna be a long series for you, right? So we were talking about that because they ended up winning Game Three. So shout out to to Milwaukee or any Milwaukee fans out there. I've never really met one, but if you happen to be one, <laughs> yeah. But if you happen to be one, no disrespect to you. Congratulations Happy on what that you're, you won Game Three. Yeah, three exactly, right? Um, but we were just talking about that because we were at least impressed by Giannis's leadership. You know, people have you know kind of given him the knock that he's a little bit soft, he's a little bit passive. But what was clear, especially in Game Two and Game Three, man, is just like he he's hungry for it, right? He kind of has that grit, that resiliency, that just like you can see it, like foaming at the mouth, holding his people accountable, leading by example, having that conversation. And in, it, so it was crazy to kind of see that example, and then you immediately juxtapose that against. The McGregor fight, if anybody saw the Conor McGregor fight. Which I did, yes. All right. And so um, you saw how um, bro left the left the, the ring looking like uh, Big Fit, li- Bigfoot Littlefoot. <laughs> which, which ironically, too, this is the first time in a while that I actually paid to watch a fight. And it was very anticlimactic. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Yo, that's not hurt. Ain't nothing like that hurt. Like... All right, I'm going to pay the, you know, the 50 to 60. I'm going to sit down and watch this. It's going to be good. And then, like, the doctor stoppage, that's it? Like, uh, no, nah, man, let me get my money back. Is it prorated? Because I paid $60 for, like, three rounds. You only gave me one. So, what is it, like, uh, $20? Like, all right, so let's call it 20 Give me back my 40 <laughs> um, I mean, some of the other fights leading up to it were okay. I heard we're good. Yeah, yeah I heard they were good, good, but it was nothing like, the, you know, it – of course, you're waiting for that last fight, and I appreciate it. Shout out to uh, to Elena that uh, like she's just she's grown into a fan. So pops is up late night, you know, oh, watching fights, dope. and she's sitting there watching with me. And like we get to this point, oh, that's a again, vibe. It's just like, what's going on? Like this is really what we stood up to watch, and we paid for it. So yeah. Bro, that's a whole vibe. That's a whole vibe, though, to be able to watch the fight like with your daughter, like that. Like, oh, yeah, that's dope, sure. bro. That's dope. Nah, yeah, he dope. definitely watches a lot of uh, MMA with me, so that's pretty cool. That's dope. Um, so yeah, so like you, like a lot of fans were um, disappointed by the outcome, and so just like anybody does in a barber shop, right? When you uh, when you want to spur conversation, you do two things: you ask a question and you leave it open ended, right? And then you uh, you prov- uh, you apply ownership unnecessarily to people right so what i mean by that is i i positioned the the question as yo so you uh y'all saw the fight with your your boy mcgregor <laughs> Conor mcgregor right yeah, and it, yeah and as as soon as i said that ain't my boy <laughs> that ain't my boy like no nah, yeah that's your boy you was you was pulling for him nah man that ain't my boy right um but the immediate consensus was he's lost his edge mm-hmm. he's lost his edge he lost that grit right like and it was, and it's not just this fight. They looked at this, the the fight before against uh, Dustin, where he took the L, and then just this one coming into it, they said he had lost his grit. Mm-hmm. And so I couldn't help but just like kind of be hit in the face with that, right? Because you and I, we've talked a lot about grit um, as a leader. Not necessarily unpacked it from an entrepreneurial perspective, but it's just crazy how the parallels between, you know, competitive sports, um, you know, what it takes in order to push yourself to excel, to to reach the pinnacle of your skill set. Right. And then have to perform. Right. The parallels between that and what's required as an entrepreneur to be able to deliver in the business that you're building in the space that you're in day in and day out. And how that grit is just such a key ingredient. And it's crazy because we can sit there in the in the in the barbershop and chop it up and be like, man, he ain't got it. He ain't hungry no more. He ain't doing the things that he needs to do, right? And we kind of have that Monday morning quarterback perspective. Yet we don't see how that can apply to us as entrepreneurs when we leave the shop and we go off in our lives to do what we're supposed to be doing, how we may be cutting corners, not demonstrating the hunger, not demonstrating all of those things that are needed in order to have the grit necessary to perform at our peak level as an entrepreneur or the business that we're building. So I thought, man, that'd be like just a dope topic uh, for us to maybe talk about and break down for our entrepreneurs, um, again, about grit and grit from the perspective of entrepreneurship. Um, And what does it take in order to 
cultivate grit. Like, I think we can, obviously we can talk about like what happens when grit doesn't exist. I think that'll naturally mm-hmm. come up, but, um, I know the way that you and I are wired, we don't want to expend, uh, in it exorbitant amount of time talking about all the pitfalls of not having grit. We want to equip our entrepreneurs with the skill sets to say, how do you ensure that you're developing grit, that you're maintaining your grit? Right. Um, Because again, if, if, if it's not there, I mean, there's, there's no way that you're going to, you know, you're, you're going to be successful like at all, at all. So that's facts. And what's funny too, is that, you know, there's entrepreneurs and, uh, would be entrepreneurs at the shop uh, who, like you said, so easily can look at somebody else and pick out their faults. Uh, but are we truly exhibiting that grit ourselves? So um, what we, we want to do is go ahead and break down just three tips, but three powerful ways that you can really help develop your grit as an entrepreneur and as an individual. Uh, but again, specifically, if you're an entrepreneur and a small business owner, and when we talk about grit, really psychologists uh, they they really look at it as the ability to commit to long term goals mm. uh, and see them through despite any adversity that you're going to face, despite any challenges, uh, any roadblocks that you come along. And we've talked about this. If you go back to the beginning of season two, we have talked a little bit about grit before. And again, that's specifically what we want to focus on is knowing that I have long term. And we talk about McGregor. What really is his long-term goals? You know, does he really have any any more with everything that he's accomplished, with the money that he's made up until this point? So when you have those long-term goals and you're able to continue to face that adversity and continue to work through those things, that is what helps build that grit, right? So tenacity, perseverance, um, optimism, self-motivation, all of these things, and self-discipline, which again is really easy to... Uh, to be critical of and pick out in other people if they're lacking self-discipline. But do we have the self-discipline in ourselves as entrepreneurs to continue to to press forward and do the things necessary to ensure that we don't just hit our goals today at the end of this week or even at the end of this month, but by the end of the year, a year from now, two years from now, and even longer. Uh, and we talked about it on the last episode. You know, it it's going to take, especially if you're talking about a new business and you're just getting started in this entrepreneurial space, it can take you three to five years, depending on, on uh, the business itself before you're profitable. So are you going to have the grit that's needed to maintain long enough to be able to reach those goals? Yeah, man. I mean, you can't. You can't build anything meaningful, whether it's a business, whether it's a relationship, by having fleeting interest. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if your interest is fleeting, if you know, it is um, you know, here one moment and then go on the next, like you're not gonna be able to build anything meaningful. So I, I definitely think it does start with, you know, kind of first and foremost, like making sure that you are uh, you know, pursuing your pa- like pursuing your passion. Um and we talked about this just a little bit um, in the very first uh, episode, I want to say it is, of season three. Um, and we touched on this a bit, just about how the relationship between passion, curiosity, and what does that mean to um, the amount of time that you put in and you pursue mm-hmm. uh, something that you're curious about and being able to overcome adversity. And I think it's an appropriate question, like you asked, like for McGregor, for unpacking McGregor, right? Um, like, where's where does his passion lie like it was crazy bro because i was watching the the i was watching sports center like i got an impact like watching and passing like leading up to it or whatever right and i saw that Stephen a had sat down and met with mcgregor and you already know i mean the 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 way that the in the entire media thing is set up it's meant to build interest and demand for the fight obviously Mm -hmm. and then you have to have the good guy the good guy and the bad guy like that's just it doesn't matter what fight is. There has to be somebody who is the big bad that everybody wants to see fall and then lose. Yep. Yeah, and lose right, and then the the normal everyday underdog person that somebody wants to pull for. But yeah, so uh, Stephen A was meet with McGregor, man, and McGregor's just doing his thing, and he's you know loud and boisterous, right? Uh, but there was something he said that I think was telling to me, to me when I heard it. Um, like, oh man, it, like. I don't think his passion's in it, right? So he's going on and on, and they're asking him, like, you know, Stephen A's asking him the way Stephen A does. You know, what do you say to the people who say you lost the last fight and you ain't got it no more? You know, fell off, right? 
Um, and Connor's like, yeah, of course, you know, of course I lost the fight. Like, you know, sometimes you got to take the loss. The loss is what you need, uh, in order to, to unlock, unlock the, the next level of success, right? Like, uh, you know, defeat, like you got to eat that, you know, but, you know, now I'm back and, 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 and I'm the, I'm the worst kind, I'm the worst kind of person you want to fight, right? Cause, cause I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm a fat cat that's hungry. And as soon as I heard that, I said, a fat cat that's hungry. Great uh, impressions, by the way. Thank you. I've been working on these. Practicing on that one? <laughs> I'm working on these just a little bit. Uh, Lennox enjoys my uh, random imp- impersonation of voices. He's like, hey, was, that doesn't sound like my dad. That's hilarious. He just cackles in my face. But, um, but yeah, so, like, I heard that and my antennas went up because, like, there's, to me, you can't, there's no level of hunger that can be matched than the hunger that's felt from an empty stomach. So for you to acknowledge, hey, I'm a fat cat, I'm doing well, I'm sitting well, but I'm still hungry. Mm-hmm. Those two things, just they, they don't jive, right? I've, I've, and I almost felt like he was trying to sell himself on, you know what I mean? Like getting in the right mindset to be able to persevere. And I know for some of our folks that may be listening, and again, this is not a sports podcast, right? Um, but these sports topics come up and there's obviously a parallel between, you know, just leadership and perseverance and winning and you want to win um, as an entrepreneur in the business that you're building. Um, but I, my mind immediately goes to, all right, well, he doesn't sound convinced himself, right? So this is what he's saying right now. What is he telling himself when he doesn't want to run the the 10 miles mm-hmm. you know, when he doesn't want to hit the gym, when he doesn't want to push out the additional rep? Like, what is he telling himself to push through? Right. Because to me, what I hear is somebody who has no desire to do any of this stuff anymore. Right. It's necessary because he's good at it. He can you can draw a check from it. Right. But he, he's not the same cat that was 18, 19 years old you know, uh, a plumber's apprentice and got nothing in his pocket, got uh, a girlfriend who's expecting, you know what I mean? Um, and he's trying to get it. There's no way that this is his passion anymore. And then I naturally think about the example of what's possible when you are consistently pursuing your passion. And you and I, we talked about, um, this man plenty of times who were blue in the face, uh, Tom, Tom Brady, Tampa Brady, Right. Uh, Tommy B. Um, and what motivates him? And I, I don't know if we shared this on the pod before, before you and I, the thing that we like we've committed to memory from interviews mm-hmm. and like what dr- like drives this man is his passion is simple. It's not to to win rings. It's to throw the perfect, perfect spiral. spiral. Mm-hmm. Right. And the beauty in that, like the simplicity of the process. Like, he's just like, bro, my passion is to just throw the perfect spiral. Like, I still feel like I haven't done that yet. So what does that mean for his work ethic, his grind, right? His commitment, his willing to push through the adversity, his willing, his willingness to, I think it was, was it, was it Charles Barkley? Did you, did you hear that interview where uh, Charles Barkley was talking about? Cause you know, they did the whole golfing thing here recently, which mm-hmm. I did not watch, but I caught some of the highlights on IG, mostly the stuff of him and Aaron Rodgers giving each other crap and throwing the ball back and forth, which I thought was cool. That was the best part of the whole entire golf event was Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers throwing the football. Uh, <laughs> uh, but what Charles Barkley was saying, he's like, yo, to me, Tom Brady is the greatest athlete in the history of football which is a huge claim to make because you got is, some yes. people who are ridiculous. Like I'm thinking about Lawrence Taylor. I'm thinking about all these other people, but he's saying he's the greatest athlete because he played 18 holes with Tom Brady on a Saturday, came back in, on Sunday to play another 18 holes. And when he pulled up, Tom Brady was doing wind sprints in the parking lot before before playing 18 holes because he was getting ready for training camp that was going to start next week. Mm. That's a man who is motivated by the passion to 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 throw the perfect spiral. Because this is a you know seven time, you know six seven time world champion, multiple time MVP, has multiple NFL records, all-time records, right? Um is solidified as a goat to like by every measurement, 
and on a Sunday when he's supposed to be playing golf is running wind sprints in the parking lot. Bruh, and I'm and so I'm thinking about that, and I'm looking at Conor McGregor have this conversation about being a a, a fat cat that's hungry, and he, everything about him tells me you ain't running no one sprints in no parking lot, right? Because your passion is not this, and there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that when you think about him. He needs to find out what his passion is, right? But my challenge, I guess, our challenge for entrepreneurs is as you're thinking about that, like, are you actively pursuing and working towards your passion? Right. Like it, that's a key ingredient, defining what your passion is and then actively working towards that, because that's going to give you the 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 energy to pull from deep and run whatever is the equivalent of wind sprints for your business. Right. To grow your business. Right. Whether that's putting in like I think about us for the hours that we put in. Mm-hmm. Right. The, you know. The two a the two a.m. You know, hey, I've shot you a text, an email. Hey, I worked on this. Hey, did it? Oh, this is done. This is edited. All right, cool, boom. Um, bro, there's been times you've you know edited stuff, sh- shot me the email. Hey, it's, dr- it's dropped in the G drive. Can you go in and, and you know touch on the audio? Da 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 da. I've woken up from a nap. To say, all right, let me sit down. Boom, 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 boom. Three o'clock in the morning. All right, it's done. The cover's done. This is done. This is uploaded. It's ready to to go. It'll be uh, prepared for our audience. It'll drop at six a.m. Like. That doesn't happen unless you're working towards your passion. Yeah. Facts. Because if we weren't passionate about this, I promise you, I would have read it the message. All right, cool. I'm going to get to it tomorrow. And I would turn right back over and went back to sleep and, t- and took my nap, right? So um, I just think um, pursuing your passion is such an important component, first and foremost, because it, then it sets you up for having the energy and the resolve to be able to pull deep and push through. Yeah, I was talking to somebody about Tom Brady and him continuously looking to throw that perfect spiral. And I think he's never done that, but it's you don't do it all the time. And it was funny because I was thinking about the golf situation, like for especially for somebody like myself, who is I love golf, but I'm not a good golf player. It's when you hit when you have that swing and it, it it's a perfect swing, the perfect sound, and you see it go in the direction that you were aiming for and it's a golf swing and you're like, Man, I I think I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what a golf swing looks like and sounds like, and then the next probably fifteen are completely horrible. But that that one moment that you have continues to bring you back to to wanting to pursue and especially when you're talking about playing you know 18 uh around 18 holes there is going to be challenges that you're going to be faced with there's going to be ups and downs and bunkers and sand traps and all these different things that you're going to have to persevere through to do the best that you can and finish the round uh but also again finish to the best of your abilities uh so yes you definitely have to have a passion uh, for being out in the nature and and swinging our golf club uh, and be passionate about your business and be passionate about the people that you're looking to serve. Uh, if you do those things and continuously remember your why, right, and, and the reasons that you're doing what you're doing, those those north stars, those things that you look to in those moments where things are the toughest will help you to continue to move forward. Uh, something else that's going to help, right, even when I think about golf uh, and Tom Brady running sprints and getting ready for uh, practices and OTAs and things like that is practice like you have to build in time to practice and get better at your craft if you're gonna really accomplish anything in life you have to put in work you have to put in the work and you have to practice i think about our conversations uh prior to recording i think about our meetings prior to recording i think about all of the conversations that we had leading up to this point you know the 50 plus episodes that we've done the number of videos that we've done 90 plus at this point all of those things, all of those uh, opportunities that we had um, are all practice, right, for, for the next opportunity, for the next episode to get better at what you're doing. And it's fun. And even sometimes if it's not fun, you're still pushing through because you know that I'm passionate about the things that we're doing. I'm passionate about the people that we're helping. So, yeah, I'm going to practice. I'm going to continue to to work at getting better because I want to excel. I want to be the best version of myself better today than I was yesterday. And I want to be the best version of myself for my family. And again, as an entrepreneur, I want to be the best version for the people out there that I'm supporting. 
Yeah, well, kind of like you said, right, like Tom's passion is to throw the perfect spiral. I would say for us for, as content creators, we're in pursuit of like like f- like recording the perfect pod. Perfect episode, right? yeah. yeah, the perfect <laughs> episode, right? Like we got to get the perfect episode. Like the intro is flawless. The energy is on point. It's seamless. The transitions, the nuggets, the, right? And we're just constantly in pursuit of that. Like from an audio perspective, from a visual perspective, the transitions. And that's why we keep elevating and pushing ourselves and finding ways to grow and refine it in our craft, right? And being willing to put in the hours and push through because, I mean, uh, uh, you know, we do a great job of being able to turn it on when the lights are on, but there have been plenty of times we've sat down for pre-production and both of us have just been like, bro, it's been one, it's a day. Mm-hmm. And, and if that means that we got to spend a little bit longer in pre-production and getting that stuff out just to get our mind right so that we can pod and like just make sure the energy is right, the vibe is right, all that stuff, like we do it. Because we are passionate about um, about who we serve and we're passionate about what we create, right? But you're right, man. Practice is just so critically important. And it's funny, man. Like, um, you know, my oldest, Gio, Gio was, is really learning that because he's found uh, a newfound passion for drawing. Like, he loves to draw. Um, and... Um, he is actually, he has, he has a really, really talented eye and just a natural for, he really, really is. Um, but unlike you and I, right, growing up, <clears throat> we talk about this before, like the beauty of, uh, the, the beauty and the curse, the ugly side of technology and access, right? Like you and I growing up when we were drawing, we were just comparing ourselves to like little Billy next to us in class and like, all right, he's doing stick figures and like my stuff looks better than him. I'm a pretty good drawer, right? But now Geo, Geo has the access to YouTube, and so he's looking for artists and kids and and you know creators that are drawing so that he can learn from. Mm-hmm. But then also comparing where he's at as an eight year old, you know, less than you know fifty hours of drawing under his belt against freaking Bob Ross, right? Who's you know, happy little tree, and he's like, man, I can't, I can't make a happy little tree like him. Like, how do I get like that? And he and I have had to, ha- you know, had conversations where he's just a little hard on himself. And I had to, like, reorient him just a little bit to what his focus should be. Right. And I had to tell him, like, wow, you can't you can't compare yourself to somebody else's finished product. This person, mm-hmm. they're they're a content creator, but they're not showing you the very first time that they picked up a pencil. Right. And and doodled something. They've obviously amassed a certain level, a certain amount of hours of practice where they've mastered this craft. And so I want you to shift your focus from trying to create a drawing that matches what they drew. And instead, if you know it takes how many hours to become a master, and he, he knows because he's heard my mouth about this plenty of time, like 10,000. All right. Yeah. So it takes 10,000 hours. How many hours have you logged so far? Right. Um. Uh, I don't know, like, I don't know, a couple of days, so like maybe like 50. Okay, so let's call it 50, right? What I want you to do is I want you to celebrate along the way every single additional hour that you get under your belt, right? Because that's an additional hour of practice. Mm-hmm. And he's been doing that. We have a sketchbook, right? And that certain milestones, what I've done is I've said, all right, hold on, let's take a look at the first page, Bob. Like, look what you drew the very first time you drew. All right, now let's look at your most recent drawing. Compare the two. Can you see the growth? He's like, man, I don't, I don't even draw like that anymore. This is so much better. I got shading. Exactly. You can see the growth. And this is only with, you know, less than 100 hours. So imagine what it's going to look like when you get to 10,000 hours, right? Like it's that level of practice and mastery that's necessary. And so I think that there's a, a wealth of lessons, you know, obviously that we give our kids that are 100% applicable and honestly probably meant for us as adults. And so I think about us as entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs out there, there's a lot of you that are looking and you're comparing yourself to, um, and Jimmy's talked about this before, like I'm comparing myself as a budding entrepreneur to Gary Vee. And I'm like, oh shit, why am I not like Gary Vee yet? Like, well, Gary Vee is not showing you the day one of him committing to being an entrepreneur and building a business, right? This is... 10,000 hours plus of Mm -hmm. practice, of mastery, of mistakes, of learnings, of errors along the way, you know, reviewing game tape, going back, getting better, right? And so you have to be able to commit yourself to practice and kind of going back to the passion component. If the passion doesn't exist, right, you're not going to have the energy to push through and put in the practice that's necessary because passion helps you power through what is the mundane, Right. And there are times 
because Jimmy and I have, we have to put in practice in some of these things that we do where it seems a little mundane. And if we didn't have the, the passion, we wouldn't do this. Right. Um, you know, the, I promise you guys, you know, as we go through and, you know, we're building out stuff on, you know, Trello boards and stuff like that, or, um, you're trying to, uh, pick the right picture for the cover art, or you're trying to edit the audio or edit the, the video transition and get it perfect and seamless. Like there's nothing sexy about that. I want you guys to understand that. Like there's nothing sexy about playing back the same clip over and over again. And you're like, is this the right decibel? No, I got background noise saying, how do I get that? How do I account for the, tr- um, to the base? How I got to bring in the low end? How do I clip the high end? Like there's zero thing that's sexy about that, but it's necessary for us mm-hmm. to be able to deliver on our passion. And it's the passion that pushes us through the mundane of those things and seeing the same clip and hearing the same thing over and over again. So, um, uh, practices, man, just so critically important. Um, yeah, and obviously, you know, the, the energy to push through the practice comes from, you know, making sure that you're first and foremost rooted in your passion. Even before we started uh, recording, we were laughing, right? Practice, practice. We're talking about practice and AI. Yes, we're talking. Yeah, about actually, practice. yes. That's exactly what we're talking about because we know that you know when you have when you have grit, you know what it takes, and you know that you're going to have to continue to put in that hard work in order to be successful. Uh, I think about uh, there's a young baker, a young chef, Bianca. She goes by uh, by. Chef, Chef Blue, Blue, B-L-U, yes, uh, on Instagram. So please check her out. She is phenomenal. Uh, we had the pleasure of winning some delicious cupcakes and a cake, uh, a red velvet is that, cheesecake. Is that what that was in your, your story? Yes, red velvet Damn. cheesecake, which was delicious. She uh, bodied that. I was drooling off of the story pic. I was like, damn, hold bro, on. She is yeah, just phenomenal at what she's able to do. And obviously the, the taste and the flavor, but... The artwork, you know, and, and her creative mm. side. And I think in her story, she was just mentioning on Instagram, too, that, you know, like she just cooks. She cooks and she bakes. And those are the things that we were able to to win in a, in a particular raffle that she did uh, and, and obviously enjoy. But there's so much other stuff that people don't see or don't necessarily get to enjoy because she's just passionate about cooking. But she also knows that she's putting in work to get better at her craft. Uh, and that creative side, right? It's not just baking a cake or a cupcake, but it's the whole visual component of that. Uh, and I think about people like that. I think about entrepreneurs who put in that work behind the scenes, doing the things that, again, other people don't see. Other, you know, they don't necessarily know uh, the late nights, the hours that you put in to really excel at your craft and what you do. Um, it's not always going to be fun, as Devon mentioned. It's not always going to be fun. There's going to be times where you're practicing and you're trying to get better at your craft and it could just really be just a complete drag. But you have to continue to move forward because it's going to be worthwhile in helping you achieve your goals and getting to that next level that you're trying to obtain as an entrepreneur. Yeah, agreed, man. I'm actually I'm going through her IG right now. You're not you're not joking, bro. Like she has video after video of just like, you know, um, you know, baking freestyle, like, all right, Hey, I'm just going to freestyle this design real quick. And, um, I think there's obviously there's a lot of beauty in that because it shows her commitment to her craft and obviously see the, the outcome of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think it's cool too, cause she's bringing you kind of along for her journey. It, it may be interesting to actually get her on the pod maybe one day and just talk about her entrepreneurial journey and something like that. Maybe we can share for the audience. Um, but yeah, man, you're, but you're absolutely right. Like it just, that commitment to the craft and the 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 hours put in not always seen right that leads to these you know the performance or the results or the success that people ultimately um look at and say man how do i attain that and it's like mm-hmm. bro this didn't happen overnight i promise you i ain't, i ain't, uh bake this off the wake up you know what i mean just like oh i feel like baking something like i've put in hours to be able to to lead to this point same with the pod like we you know, we don't just go into this thing and just, you know, sit down. All right, press, uh, press record and we'll figure out what we're going to talk about as we go. Like, it's not that at all. Um, you know, there's a lot of hours that go into what we're doing. All right. So besides pursuing your passion and then, um, you know, um, building in the practice time necessary in order to start mastering your craft. Um, obviously, you know, the, the thing that's necessary and I think it was evident, um, 
not just in the Bucks example, right, of how the Bucks you know persevered in Game Three, um, mm-hmm. but obviously it was lacking a little bit um, in the McGregor example. I mean, no fault to his own. He ended up with the kind of the the hobble leg, um, but you got to be able to push on, right? Push on, and um, I know obviously we're gearing up for um, you know for the most patriotic time of the year every four years when the United States competes. Uh, in the Olympics in the summer, and I don't care who you are, like the only um, Olympics that we really acknowledge is the Summer Olympics, the Winter Olympics is like, all right, whatever. I mean, yeah. respect to the athletes who do their thing in the Winter Olympics, 100%, 100%. but yeah, but but everybody's watching to find out like who's going to win these sprints, right? Like you know, one hundred, two hundred, four by one, like those are the things. Gymnastics, those you know, that's become the thing now, obviously. Basketball? Are we gonna win? I don't know. Man, don't even get me started. <laughs> we'll, boys. Say, we'll say them boys. Another podcast. Them boys. How y'all, bro? Hey, they need to push on. <laughs> they need to put exactly. They need to put. They need to find their passion. They need to practice. They yes, need to push on. They need to find their passion. Y'all got us looking crazy 100%. in these streets. How we lose in Nigeria and then Australia? In back to back. Yeah. Like, yes. come on, bro. Like, who Australia got? Do we even got tall people over there? I don't know, bro. They playing with kangaroos. They- they got they got somebody on the team. They have they got some folks better, uh, not say better, but good enough to beat us. That's for sure. They did it. Nigeria had, a, had the Nigeria had some uh, had some NBA players on their team too. So Australia might have somebody. I don't know. I have to go check, but uh, nah, they were good enough to beat us. That's for sure. They should. Yeah, I was gonna say they shouldn't be beating our starting five. We got KD, Kevin Durant. He like seven seven foot eleven with a jump shot. Like, come on. Anyway, so. Um, pushing on right um is important so obviously i've been wa- i've been watching like all the kind of preliminary stuff and track is a big thing in our family like um you know pops like seriously bro pops would be blowing up my phone texting me like bro hey you seen this you know you seen uh you seen so-and-so running like you seen Je- oh they about to run a hundred they about to run a four by one like all right pops let me turn it on turn it on nbc let me check it out but one of the ones i walked away that was super i was super impressed by i think is actually a great story of about pushing on in hindsight um, I don't know if our audience, um, you know, has uh, saw this too, but the the kid, the seventeen year old kid, uh, Arian Knighton, who broke Usain Bolt's U eighteen two hundred meter record, mm-hmm. like so. This kid, he's from Florida. Shout out Florida because we make the fastest people in the world. That's us. Hey, holla at it. Um, Jamaica, I don't want no smoke. I'm talking about fast people in the United States. It's still debatable between us and Jamaica. Y'all have been getting us recently, but America, we on our way. Anyway. Um, he's from Florida and this kid's 17 years old and he wasn't even the main draw, um, in the 200, there was actually, uh, another sprinter for us. I think his name is Brommel. I got to look it up. Um, but the, he's been the big story because he came off of a uh, ACL injury, mm. fully recovered. And he, you know, he had had a good showing, I think in the last Olympics. So people were like, okay, he's carrying the torch for us now in the 200 meter. Right. So it's good to see him back. This will be his first race back since um, his inju- inju- uh, injury leading up to the Olympics. Like this will set the tone for what we can expect from him. And so um, he had the center lane. If anybody knows anything about track, the people that are in the middle of the middle lanes of the heat are considered the fastest. They've had the highest or the fastest time trials. And then as you get further and further out from the middle, you're basically the slowest people out of all these people that are running. Right. That's what you're considered based off your time, your qualifying time and all this other stuff. So the 17 year old kid, Arian, he's in lane one. So basically it's like, hey, you get the courtesy of being able to run, but we're not really expecting you to do anything. Right. Um, and you're 17 years old, like wait your time. And obviously he could have probably taken that mindset. I mean, he you know, he was a top sprinter in high school but here he is going up against these grown men who have competed in the olympics and the olympic trials mm-hmm. and on the world stage before so he could have just been like man i'm just thankful for the opportunity and you know let me get this um you know experience in and then four years from now i'll be 21 and then it'll be my time and i'll be ready to dominate right but what i appreciate is that he didn't approach it with that mindset so um obviously you know they start uh Bramo gets out you know he has a really good drive phase Right. Back half, like kind of that last 60 or something like that. You can tell like he slows up a little bit. Now, I don't know if it's because he just, you know, doesn't have the endurance or something like that. But what was clear is he was not trying to push on through mm-hmm. the the line right to the end of the line, like full maximum effort. Right. He was like, all right, I got this. I'm coasting up as he starts to pull up the kid, the little 17 year old young buck, Arian, come running like a gazelle. That first lane hawks him. 
and actually crosses the line before him. And in the process, not only takes first in the heat when they weren't expecting him to place in the top three at all, but also ends up beating Usain Bolt's U18 record, mm. right? Which is awesome. He then carries he like you know, he then carries that momentum on to the Olympic uh, trials, and then he actually ends up beating Usain Bolt's U20 record as well. Like he ends up running like he went, he ran twenty point uh, one in the first race, and then in the Olympic trial race, he actually ran like a nineteen point eight. Like this boy is wow. smoking, fast. Yeah. super fast, super fast. If you guys know anything about track, I'm super fast, right? But what I loved is that. That was a great example of what is what you're what's capable when you push on. Like at any point in the race, like he got he didn't get out to the best start. He was seeing people's backs, right? Mm-hmm. So think about that. You're 17 years old. You're already the underdog. Uh, you know, um, people are already estimating, hey, you're not going to finish um, in the top three in this race, right? Um, based off the bit, your placement is based off of your prior times ran. So it's not like they slept on you. Like, nah, bro, you got slotted, right? You get off to not the greatest start and you start seeing people's back like in that moment, you could easily say, All right, I'm going to put in my my like I'm going to put in my my best effort, but I'm not going to like kill myself and push all the way through. Right. Because, you know, I'm just going to get this practice run in. But he doesn't do that. Like you can see at a certain point, he just puts his head down and it's like I'm running all the I'm running through the line through the back wall if I have to. Like I'm just giving maximum effort and by pushing through. Pushing through whatever doubt may exist, whatever you know preconceived notions may have existed, pushing through the bad start, he ends up taking first and breaking a world record for U eighteen. Like I just think that's powerful as hell. So if you applied that to yourself as an entrepreneur, how many of us as an entrepreneur we get off to a bad start? Maybe we don't have the best seating when we get started as an entrepreneur. Maybe the person that we're measuring ourselves up against has a better, the better start, the better placement. They're in the middle lane. They're the favorite. People are expecting them to have success in their business. Right. And what can we achieve if we just put our head down, run the best damn race possible and say, if nothing else, I'm running all the way through mm-hmm. whatever the results are going to be at the end of the day, I'm going to push you and I'm going to run all the way through. What can we potentially um, accomplish? So I, I just thought that, that that was a super dope um, lesson in pushing through and pushing on. No, 100%. And it's pushing through and not quitting. You know, there's there's going to be things that we all come across uh, that are going to try to break us down. I mean, I, I, I'm thinking about these these workouts over the last few days that have just been destroying me. And on Saturday at the CrossFit gym, you know, you talk about how you start, right? And, and you're seeing other people going. And uh, we were actually doing a, a partner wad, wad is workout of the day. And um, man, I think after, like within the first round, you know, we get on the bike, we, we go through that part and, and we had to do some hang power cleans at a pretty heavy weight uh, and double unders. And I was using a heavy jump rope. And I was just, I was done. Like right away at the beginning, I was just done. I'm walking over to the fan. I look at somebody else who was there, uh, actually Gary's wife. And I'm like giving her one of these. <laughs> and she told me after the fact, she was like, I thought you were like completely done. Like you were just, you were going to stop. Um, but she's like, I'm proud of you because you kept going and like you didn't quit. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's going to be times where it gets hard and you may have to pause for a second. You may have to take a breath. You may have to do something to to kind of get your your wherewithal back and get your wits back about yourself. But you continue to persevere. You continue to remain persistent and push forward. And I kept doing that. I kept picking up the bar. I kept picking up the jump rope. And especially, you know, I think about us as as a team i think about the people that i was working out with and you don't want to disappoint people right you don't want to let people down uh whether you have a partner uh in your business like like you and myself or you're just looking at the people your customers your clients the people who are are looking to you and waiting for you for that product or service you don't want to let them down Uh, and even if you're not at that point yet where you've started your business think about the people that you're going to be able to help 
all of us as entrepreneurs, we go into this because there is a problem that we feel our tribe, our target market, mm. our niche has, and we have a solution for that. So if I don't persevere, if I don't push on to be able to get to that point where I can provide the solution, those people are still going to have those problems. Now, they may be able to get a solution somewhere else, but I also have the belief that I'm going to provide the best solution for them. And my solution is unique because of who I am and who we are and what we bring to the table. Mm. And you don't want those people to lose out on that right so it's thinking about those things to ensure that whatever setbacks i have i don't quit um i don't i don't stop what i'm doing do i make adjustments yes do i pivot yes but i know that the why that i have and the things that i'm, I'm gonna trying to accomplish are much greater than this pain this aggravation whatever it is that i'm feeling right now like that's gonna subside it's gonna go away uh and i have to keep pushing through those so i can make sure that i ultimately hit my goal at the end no well said man i mean and like pushing through is a part of being like doing the work required to succeed exactly. right like um that comes with the territory and i think it was um edison maybe edison said this or something like that to the effect of um you know most people miss out on opportunity because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I just think that, man, that, that's so, so true. Like even in your example, right? Like, you know, you talk about like, you know, the wad and, um, wanting to quit, but like, what does that mean to your fitness goals, to your health goals? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, um, and, uh, anybody that's had an opportunity to, uh, to see my man, obviously, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy G he's in his forties in phenomenal shape. Um, you know, uh, for his, uh, for his age and just in general, even not his age, I know people 20, 30 years old, you know, still like, man, still I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to, yeah, like I'm trying to get, get like that. But you know, that type of, uh, that type of body composition and physical health, like that doesn't just like happen overnight. And it's, you know, um, it requires, you know, pushing on persevering, you know, um, digging deep, you know, mm -hmm. you know, finding, you know, finding your why, you know, staying committed to your why and your passion. Like, I, like I promise you guys, like you know, when Jimmy, when I hit the, you know, the gym, like we're not passionate about almost vomiting. Like that's that's not <laughs> that's not where the passion comes from. Like, oh man, like how do I get to the point where I'm about to vomit? Like, it's not that at all, right? Like, but what we are passionate about is we are passionate about, um, you know, um, our body composition, what it means for our health, what it means for, um, you know, our longevity. Our, our longevity, our physical fitness, as far as like, you know, me and my boys and playing with my mm -hmm. boys, him, you know, and obviously his kids as they become, you know, BKs, big kids, but also like his nephew, right, and like the next generation and just like yeah man like I, I want to I want to be active I want to be able to do these things with them um, and I also want to be a good example of what it means to practice you know self-discipline in all of the important areas of your life whether that is you know faith family finances fitness right and so that's our passion that's our why and so we tap into that when you know, that next rep hurts or if it feels like you can't run anymore, like you have to be able to tap into those things. And um, so let's take it away from fitness and just talk about like building your business. Like, yeah, guys, like there's going to be moments where um, it's it's going to it's going to it's going to feel like it hurts. It's going to suck to want to push through or push on, whether that means I got to put in more hours, whether that means that I have to have a difficult conversation, whether that means I have to make a difficult decision about, um, about the business and maybe severing a partnership or a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, whether that is, you know, I have to, um, you know, go through the pain of sacrificing because, you know, um, you know, I have to give up, you know, whatever it is now financially or something to that effect in order to put me in a position to build a business in the future. Like, and the only way you're going to be able to, to push through that and tap in is a tap into that passion, that why, and be committed to doing that. And I, there's been plenty of times, man, I've been, you know, running or, you know, lifting and going through a set and I've had to shift my focus to say, okay, um, you know, instead of like counting, counting the next rep out, um, I'm going to, I'm going to count out or list out the reasons why I'm lit, like why I work yeah. out, right. Or why I'm running. Right. So it could be saying my kid's name, you know, Linux, you know, Geo, Gabriella, 
right? Um, you know, being fit at 50, like all of these, like I'm saying those things to be able to get me through the next rep and I'm focused on the next rep as opposed to the bigger daunting tasks that I have to achieve. And so, um, you know, it's a, it does come down to, to being able to push on, tapping into your why, and then um, figuring out whatever you got to do in order to get to that next quote unquote rep, um, you know, on your way to building what you have to build it, build and sacrificing and putting in what you have to put in in order to be successful. Yeah. And, you know, even for, there's a number of examples and I'm going to speak to mine, but there's a number of examples of entrepreneurs who have tried so many different opportunities, right? And, and you don't see all of those things until that one finally hits. And somebody might say, man, like, but the things that you've, you know, you've accomplished and, and that you've tried to do and maybe wasn't as successful, you know, at 44 years old with, uh, you know, where your family is at, like, why, why would you want to keep trying to, to progress and, and start this business? It's because it's important to me that the, mm -hmm. the people and in this conversation, the men that we are trying to impact, it's that important to me. The the legacy that we're looking to leave behind, the example that I wanted to uh, before and we talked about it when we were starting Trinity and I could have not pressed forward and pushed on with that process. But I told myself, what is the example that I want to be able to show my kids? And hopefully, whether it's then or them looking in the future upon those those memories, what they're going to be able to learn and what they're going to be able to glean from that. It, you know, just generally, if you believe it's important, you're going to recommit and you're going to move forward. Right. So I'm laughing because I thought about my performance on Saturday. But like you said, my my health and the, and the reasons that I do these things are important. So I recommitted. I thought about, OK, Monday's coming up. Uh, Tuesday's coming up and, and how am I going to push myself differently? How am I going to improve upon that last performance and just look to be the best that I can be today mm. more so than I was yesterday. And I think if we have that mindset every single day of our life and continue to, to have that grit and perseverance and push on, ultimately we're going to hit our goals. And if you don't hit those specific goals, we're just going to end up being a better human being overall better human being, a better husband, a better friend, a better father, whatever it is, that role that you play, uh, that leader in your business and your community, you're going to be better at those things because you were able to have that discipline, that grit and perseverance and continue to push on. Uh, so for our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there, we hope that, you know, these really these three powerful ways that you can build uh, grit in yourself and become successful in life and become successful in entrepreneurship. We hope that this really uh, has touched home for you and that has provided some value when we talk about pursuing your passion built in practice and make sure that you continue to work at your craft and then push on, continue to push on, push forward. Uh, and I think about that, uh, that quote from, from Zig Ziglar, uh, if you're an entrepreneur, you definitely know who Zig Ziglar is and have listened to a lot of his speeches and tapes and CDs and read the quotes. Uh, but the, the quote itself is, if you have enough push, you don't have to worry about the pull. Uh, maybe you don't have a business partner. Maybe you don't have uh, other folks maybe that are dependent on you right now as far as family and such. But if you have enough push in yourself and enough grit, you don't have to worry about having people to, to pull you along the way because I'm pushing, I'm pulling other people with me and I'm showing them this is the direction, this is the way that we're going to go to get to the top of the mountain, to get to whatever it is that we're trying to get to and successfully attain and reach our goals. Uh, so please remember that. Again, three three different powerful ways that you can build that grit in yourself. Uh, if you have it in you to be successful in your business ventures as an entrepreneur, again, by practicing these three things, you're definitely going to be able to reach those goals and hopefully start living you know, those dreams that you have uh, and accomplishing those dreams and seeing them become a reality. Now, well said, man. And if not, you don't do any of those things, it's all fine. You'll probably just end up being a fat cop that's hungry. Uh, <laughs> fat cat that's hungry <laughs> and uh we all see how that that turned out so 
<laughs> Absolutely. Well, to all of our uncompromising entrepreneurs, again, thank you for listening. Uh, please show us some love. Go ahead and comment, like, and share this episode. Uh, if you wanted to reach out to us, you can do so uh, by first connecting with us on our Facebook group or within the Facebook group, which is the Uncompromising Entrepreneurs Group, plural, Entrepreneurs Group. You can follow us on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook as well, and of course on YouTube at The Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, you could also go to uncompromisingcoaches.com, uh, uncompromisingcoaches.com, uh, if you want to be able to email us and contact us about our services as well. But please join us in the Facebook group, uh, again, specifically for our, our men out there, entrepreneurs who are looking to get started, who have gotten started and are looking for a place where we can talk, where we can hold each other accountable, we can be vulnerable. Uh, there's more lives that we're going to be doing, much more content that we provide in this community as well. So you're not going to want to miss out on that. Uh, and then you're not going to want to miss out on the next episode, which is going to be episode 54 uh, and the first in our MBA series, which is our Mentored by Adversity. That is one thing that is not changing. Yeah, we switched up a little bit. We've evolved to where we're at right now. Uh, the Uncompromising uh, Entrepreneur Podcast, formerly known as a Legacy in Leadership Podcast. But you can still count on our MBA series. That is not going anywhere. Uh, we're going to be having entrepreneurs uh, coming on. We're going to be asking them questions, learning about uh, their history, learning about how they got started as an entrepreneur in their particular business and see how they were mentored by adversity and got to the point that they are at today. So you're definitely not going to want to miss all of the great uh, guests that we're going to be having on that series as season three, The Rebirth, continues. So be on the lookout for all of those things. I uh, hope that you enjoyed this episode uh, and some of the sports stories and other uh, stories that we intertwined along the way to really drive those three points home to you. Uh, so until next time in episode 54, God bless y'all. Stay encouraged. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. Hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you. And we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time, y'all.